Welcome once again, after far too long, to Through the Balcony, returned from quarantine at long last. After taking a break from our main game for a few months, we're finally able to get back around the same table again. It's a relief to not to talk to everyone through a screen, but we're all still being careful, and if anything changes, we'll adapt. For now, we're just excited to be back to these characters we've all missed. Thank you for your patience, and thanks for sticking with us. Now, prepare yourselves for chaos, and I don't mean the spirit of it that's living inside Alia, at least not yet. It's time to jump on in. It hasn't been long since you were beneath the ice in Kyrath, listening to the fate of the world told to you by spirits and demigods. And now, you're back in the sun-blasted desert city of Jarmok, where you took some time to let all that had happened sink in, dealing with it in the best ways you could. Olek and Absinthe went to town, once again running across the shop of the mysterious fate Tursim. Olek was given an upgrade to his beloved axe in exchange for information on the rogue fate Ramakath, while Absinthe was given the task of delivering Time his latest loot in exchange for an instrument of their own at a future meeting. Time, meanwhile, had made efforts to prepare himself for the fight ahead, talking with his fellow firearms expert Todd, and Kizzy was granted a boon from your asthma friend Yuna, in the form of an augury from the young seer. And, as Anithia spent the time trying to gain any insight she could from the vision she'd had while you all visited her home, Bitsy made a return trip to Dalsera to free an imprisoned ally of the Circle of the Forgotten, Reyna, hoping to gain some leverage in the future meetings. Then came the moment when you gathered your allies and friends in the Tower of Rast and Theris, the wizard that had brought you all together to break a curse so many months ago. You laid out what had happened and all that you'd learned, knowing that to face this alone you stood little chance. Everyone was shocked, of course, but not defeated, and soon you'd all put your heads together to determine a path forward. Any path forward. Ultimately, a tentative plan was agreed upon. You would begin with a visit to Zenithia's old teacher in Amakir, with the intention of moving on from there to investigate the ruins of Sionadel while you were in the area. It wasn't much of a plan, but at least it got you moving, and you all know time was of the essence. All that remains in Jarmulk is to wait a few days for the Conclave of the Merchant Princes. A few days to prepare and resupply and continue to plan, and to ready yourselves for what may happen there, knowing full well that at least two of the princes are involved in some way with a cult of Vatan here in the city. But tonight you gather for a much less ominous purpose, to answer a question that has long lain unasked and unanswered. Who would win in an arena battle between a druid and a barbarian? So to that end, you headed to the Bitsy Spider. There you met up with your friend Thog and found he was thrilled with the proposition. With great enthusiasm, he led you into the sewers, to the fighting ring he made there, for a rousing night at Smash Club. You made that sound so much, like, made us sound so much better than we actually were when we found out the world was ending. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're all gonna die and nothing matters. If we all got drunk and we were all having issues and you were like, you got over it. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I said you dealt with it the best way you could. Yeah. yeah. You just made it sound a lot better than us all having our History little pity parties. Is, is... All about looking back on it in a positive light, right? right? Yeah. So, as you're all led down through the sewers to the, I guess, Zenithia, you've never been here before. Yeah, you've never been to Smash Club. No. Oh, Zanny, you're in for a treat. Um, so, you're led through sewers that have been, you know, maintained pretty well. I mean, there's been passage through here, and this has been cleaned and illuminated. But you're all led to the same place where you all fought the first vivisector you ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Right. No wonder this looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, so you all kind of file in with some of the other members of Smash Club. A Thog is there. Of course, Selkie has come down with all of you. Oh, okay. Uh, there's probably half a dozen others that have kind of filed down here with you, all kind of rowdy and ready for a, a brawl tonight. Just Luke studies all of his Shh, items quickly. I see what, <laughs> what I have. I don't think any of my armor is going to help me with all of its abilities. So it's... Time passes. A few more come down the passageway. Uh, friend and Annette are here tonight. Yeah! Ooh. Razzle and Dazzle! 
Stand by me, Zanny. So Fog steps forward into the middle of this kind of like sewer junction. Um, to describe it for, for Zanny, it's the, the walkway is going to come around here, and there's a central place where a bunch of water drains. There's actually like places on the floor where the water just drains down into. Um, there's a little island in the center of this place that's about 20 by 20, roughly circular. Uh, the room itself is kind of an octagon shape, and there's pathways around the outside where everyone's gathered, and people have made some kind of crude seating, and there's been like a uh, one of the walls is taken up by like the champion of the night kind of thing, <laughs> keeping track and just tracking all the fights. They've got torches set in the walls. It's got that just kind of warm glow down here, and it's almost possible to forget it's a sewer, other than <laughs> you know it's the smell isn't great. Fingers. So Thog wades out through the water that kind of flows around here, and it comes up to about his knees, and it steps out into the central island, and all the other people gather to start kind of like stomping and, and kind of chanting, roo, roo, roo. <laughs> and Thog steps out and throws his arms out and goes silent, and he goes, friends, tonight we fight. First match, though, my friends, Olek, previous <laughs> champion, shall fight the many forms of bits of tea leaf. Sandy, <laughs> polite clap. Don't kill anyone. <laughs> polite clap. Please. Beast versus fist. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know what my melee spell attack is. What? I don't know what my melee spell attack is. Why would you have a melee spell attack? Because I have the gauntlets of shock and grasp that time made. Oh, so that oh, that dear. should be just a set. So when I made that, that would have been... times. Uh, that was, I think I was at ninth level. Can you use shocking gauntlets on Bitsy? <laughs> I'm not going to kill her. Know. Someone's got to win. No. <laughs> Someone's got to win, yeah. What? You know what? Maybe I will be an elemental. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it more than once. Oh, no, it's fine. only once per day. Yeah. I was teasing. It's one time. Uh, I can only be an elemental once. <laughs> <laughs> Let me remind you guys that you're friends. Hey, he started it with a shocking he did. <laughs> it's just something I have that I can actually use. I guess now would be a good time to see if those um whatever that go on my forms work, huh? Oh yeah, you're so your it's fun a plus five. Yeah, plus five. Fun claws, yeah. Your fun claws. All right. So do the, our two combatants move to the center of the ring? How are we working this? Are we doing it with weapons and everything? So Fog explains the rules and makes sure you're okay with it. You will fight with just your fists against whatever two beast forms Bitsy can bring to bear. And once you've knocked out her second beast form, the fight is over. Or if you're taken unconscious and back up. Okay. Bring to bear. Her first form, two bears. (laughs) (laughs) What? The multi-bear. How did you do this? Well, you know, those bear trees, they're plentiful. (laughs) Bear trees, man. All right. First time back in these characters and you're fighting each other. All right. Mm-hmm. You probably t- kicked my take butt. Take care of this five damage at a time. Yes, you are. Bop, 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 bop. So are we doing like a... When you guys are ready, roll for initiative. Okay. Do me do me good. Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. What'd you get, Bitsy? 12. 12? 19. All right. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because so you'll wait... <laughs> He's gonna wait for you to take your first form. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got a piece of shape. Bitsy. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a hyena then. A giant hyena. Bitsy in front of you becomes a giant hyena, lumbering a higher, taller than you. Go for it. Alrighty. I'm a giant hyena. 
Yeah, that did not make it a miss, I guess. <laughs> uh, do you have multiple attacks with the hyena? Or? Um, no. Alright, so the hyena lunges at you and misses. Okay, now I will go ahead and raid. And, you know, I think I'm just going to go with two attacks. First one. Eight. I don't think. Well, maybe. Is it, is it my armor class or is it? Tightness. Nope. How about See, a this is 13? where I'm going to get. That makes it. That makes it. Okay. And then I'm just going to roll to see if the second one hits. It both hits. Take 14 damage. Yeah, 14 damage. All righty. Then it's busy's turn. Okay. okay. That one might hit. Mm. 23. I'm going to assume a 23 hits you, Oleg? It does. <laughs> it does indeed. 12. 12 down to 6. All right. Okay. Um. Go with the two attacks again. That's an 18 and a 12. That is. Okay. <laughs> 14 more damage Wait, then. I am a beast. Like yeah, you guys true. think yeah. we're like some magical thing. I'm like I'm I'm a wild animal. It doesn't wear armor. It's just Oleg punching on hyena. <laughs> well, hyena yeah. took a chunk out of Oleg too. All right, so it's back to uh, the giant hyena's turn. Okay. Uh. 24. Yep, that'll hit. <laughs> I'm just rolling high. <laughs> all it is. Eight. Eight down to four. All right. Back to you, Oleg. Okay. Um, that's a 26. Yep, yes. that definitely hits me. And that's a 17. Yep. 14 damage. All right. Oleg's getting some pretty strong hits in there against this hyena. <laughs> is just the first stage of the boss. Yeah. Then I hit, <laughs> then I hit second phase. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then it's Thog riding <laughs> a bear for stage two. <laughs> riding yes. a bear. Ugh. Okay, so that's a 23. 23 will hit. Seven. Seven down to four. All right, back to you, Ola. <laughs> um, That's a 19. I mean, pretty much if it's like an 11 or higher, yeah, or a 12 or higher, you're good. Okay, well, that's an, el- oh, that's an 11. Oh, no! So that's uh, <laughs> Take seven damage. Seven damage. You missed me. <laughs> you missed the giant <laughs> hyena. <laughs> it's not, it's not a normal side. Oh, it's just like, uh, in the side, just, uh, uh, <laughs> Punches this hyena across the jaw, kind of bounces back and takes a swing and just, just shy, whiffs the whiskers. You get a growl back. Yeah. Take five psychic damage. <laughs> right, my turn again. Okay. 21. <laughs> this is like all my good rolls. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're using it now. It's 14. 14? Down to seven. Down to seven. Dealt it right back. <laughs> Teeth grab onto your arm. Mm, that is an 11. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a 20. So seven more. Yeah, that takes my hyena form out. Poof! <laughs> Punch a hyena and it's suddenly not there and there's this halfling kind of like rubbing her jaw a little bit. <laughs> Back to you, um, Bitsy. Yeah, now I gotta figure out what else I'm gonna be. I don't know. Um... So I was waiting for you to do two attacks and like the first one takes that and you just punch Bitsy <laughs> square in the face. So I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> just punch Bitsy. Before she has a chance to do the next the form. Frick, yeah. man. So the other people are like, yeah! I don't know. A bear seems too mean. I think I might be just mean. Be mean. Be mean. I know. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Do okay. it. You want to beat him. All right. Pull out, pull out all the. Well, then I guess I'll be a, a cave bear. So this halfling looks back up at you, kind of rubs her jaw, and then boom, 
cave bear. It has the ability to use stone tools and make fire. <laughs> <laughs> now you're in a cavern for the boss. <laughs> I actually get two attacks. Oh, that one didn't hit. That definitely didn't hit. That was a one. Oh, no. Oh, oh roll again. You're oh. up. Oh. I forgot. <laughs> I don't ever roll ones. I roll twos. So it's like, um, 20, I guess. Yeah. 20 okay. hits? Yeah. Okay, and then... So I missed with my first one, and then... Four. Down to seven. Four. You're getting there. One hit. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's... A 15 to hit. Yes. Okay. 14, 14 more, more damage. Bullock punches a bear <laughs> right on the snoot. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Bearsy. Bearsy. Stop that. Jeez Louise. Well, I can reroll that one. 17? It doesn't hit. Okay, I missed both times. Yikes. All right, back to you. Like... It's that 19 AC. Why is your AC so hot? Because I have good armor. That's a 10. I don't think that's going to hit. <laughs> nope. It does not hit. Just... <laughs> And that would be a 13. Uh, I just barely hit. Oh, seven, seven more. damage. Yeah. All right. Okay. That one definitely hits. Um, yeah, that's like a uh, 29. Yep, yep. <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Barely. <laughs> Is that what you were laughing at, the barely? <laughs> I sigh of disappointment. And I don't think that one hit the 17. I didn't even realize. Roll for damage on the first. Is that the bite? Yeah, which is. Yeah. Do I have a D8? There we go. <laughs> Six. Right. Okay. We got this. That's a 12. Meets beans. That's a 21. 14 more. Punching the side of a bear. <laughs> what a monster. <laughs> All right, back to Bertsy's turn. Sorry, I'm just doing that. My brain's like, what? Numbers? Okay, that one hits. So that's like a 27? Yeah, that'll do it. And my neck for one. Just biting the crap out of me. <laughs> just taken out by the infection afterwards. <laughs> 11, 17. Ooh, 17. <laughs> Down Ooh. to nine. Nine, all right. <laughs> uh, that's a 25. Yes. And that's a 15. So 14 more. I'm out. All right. Damn. You hit, hit bear Bitsy, and then you punch actual Bitsy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Like, oh. Hey, my AC is higher than that. Oh, oh. It was, oh. that's true. I, yeah. have, I, I have a 17 AC. So, boom, oh. as she catches this Olic <laughs> 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 And so there's this big old, like, yeah, and, and Fogs baits to the water and goes, Olik is the champion, but very rarely have we had such a glorious match to watch. <laughs> well fought, bits of a tea leaf. You shall forever be hollowed in these halls. And they're oh. over there adding her name to the roster of Smash Club. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the kind of the rest of the fighters kind of start pairing off and, and battling. I don't know if there's anything else we have to do. Wait, wait. Right. How, do, how does it go? Who's fighting? <laughs> um, you fight again? I don't know. <laughs> Who's <laughs> fighting? <laughs> uh, there's you, you fought tonight. Um, Thog fights friend. Who wins? Thog wins. <gasps> oh, Dazzle! Selkie fights Annette. Oh. Oh, that's. Ooh. And Annette wins. <laughs> oh. Selkie! <laughs> <So cute. laughs> 
Um, yeah, there's some, so there's just kind of some fights. It's fun to watch. You, everyone after, afterwards goes up and has drinks at the bar. Drinks at the bar. You, you Yuna goes and she heals means. Selkie's wounds when she gets back up there. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that? You know what that means? Clearly, I'm celebrating Death Blossom. Don't oh. we have an important meeting? Like, a couple days. In a few days. In a couple days. All right. I yeah, can sleep it off. All right. So one. you're going to uh, have some Death Blossom. Roll Death a constitution Blossom. saving throw. It's okay. That's uh, that's a 27. You're good. <laughs> and a nat 20. <laughs> it's a natural 27. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're good. It's a natural 27. It's both. Goes down smooth. <sighs> All right, so yeah, let's kind of celebrate tonight. What else are you guys going to do? What else do we have to do? What time is it? Late. Okay, it's late. <laughs> time is not drinking after the previous Yeah, because he's going to stick to not Death Blossom after her nightmares. Yeah. Which means Zanny and Absinthe don't have to be babysitters. <sighs> yeah. Um, watching the drunk kids. babysat me. That's true. But they, they still had to be babysitters. <laughs> That's true. Time was trying to fly off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Inside. Fly off the roof? I, uh, <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Good times. Bad time. So, so are you staying here tonight or going back to the Night Lotus? Is there room for us to stay here? Yeah, remember they made rooms here. Yeah, but all of us? We have to share rooms. Yeah. Ew. Because he would go back to kill this place. Okay. I just do what everyone else does. Oh, it's going to go upstairs. Oh, no. Maybe I'll leave. We gave Stibbon. This whole place is going to blow. Some right. Zanny dust Ugh. and a magic bean. Are we going to try and link up Stibbon and... Um, no. Valora. Yeah. <laughs> that was today. Like, you guys, was today. You guys yeah. talked about that today. That was this so, morning. That was this morning, which was... Three months ago. <laughs> so, so then how time flies and doesn't. You can go up and kind of catch up. Uh, Stibben hasn't really had time to come up with anything since yesterday. It's fine. We're also brainstorming about the mini cloud. Yeah, oh, right, the yeah. mini cloud. <laughs> the mini cloud. That's right, because you went up there. Money, revenge, both. <laughs> yeah, I guess just because he would have reminded you to ask. Yep. Go up, bother for a while. Does Absence leave I? on their own? I am not traveling alone anywhere. <laughs> Ever again. Fair enough. <laughs> it's perfect. Cynthia won't catch on fire. That happened last time. I know. I remember. Yeah. We don't need to do it again. It's fine. Well, it goes up there for a bit. Um, rest your drink for a little while and then back to the night lotus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. I would make absinthe roll for perception, but I realize there's no point in making absinthe roll for perception ever again. I mean, unless you want me to. There's no point. Because your passive is what, like 22? It's just 20. Is it just 20? Okay. Uh, you do notice kind of walking up, you do out of the corner of your eye, do see a shop down an alley. I'll just elbow Oleg. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, ah. Who, who wants to do some shopping? I'm shopping. Fight. I had a good drink. Shopping. Isn't it like late at night? Yes. Yeah. Shopping. What shop is open late at night? Oh, you know. That one. Does I, Zenithia I, does not know. I was with you when you... She's vaguely aware, yeah, but yeah. not a... Not, not uh, this one. Not that was shop. the different one. That was yeah. the Unchained. Yeah, bound. Whatever. So are all four of you guys together and you notice this and bring yeah. it to everyone's yeah. attention? Yeah. Yeah. Safety sure. in numbers. Okay. You still haven't been, have you? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
Because he's having a good time. I was like, you're you're the only one with like a significant other. So maybe those things balance. Those are friends with benefits. This is the rest it's of us. It's still a significant friend. Yeah. Significant friend with benefits. There we yeah. go. I like significant friend. That's very sweet. So that should be the five of you because Bitsy would come with. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do this. Don't you go to a shop I was at yesterday. <laughs> Was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? I don't remember. Maybe it, maybe a day or two ago. It Probably was recently. It was very yeah. recently. It's still remarkable for them to be there. This amount of they time They made a together. promise to you that they would try to find something for you. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> All right, so you walk to the, for some of you, familiar door of Tursum's Mysteries. What is the door like? Is it an actual door, beaded curtain? There's, there's an actual half... door, and behind it, you know there's a beaded curtain. We all in the same place? How do you, how do you enter? That's the real question. What is our marching order? All right. I would... Open the door and hold it for everyone. All right. Everyone goes in ahead of you. The beaded curtain closes, and you see they're kind of them pass into the shadows in the room, and you follow in, and it's just you in the room. That's what I freaking figured. <laughs> <laughs> Are we in a room, or is it just an empty lot? It's a room, because it's part of, like, like, it's on the side of a building, and it's just an empty room, empty shelves. You turn around, absence not there. Uh, this is like last... Oh, you guys weren't here last time. No. What happened? Well, last time I went in... And Absinthe wasn't here. And then I was there. But for Absinthe. Yeah. <laughs> you walk in and initially you don't really, it's, you see the shop and some of the oddities and things on the wall. But there is sitting on the, the bench that person usually sits behind is a hurdy-gurdy. Describe it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Details. The, the wood is almost black. Ooh. And as you kind of move the few dim little glow lights and jars, just send different shades of color just through the wood. And it's it's beautiful. And the all the metal parts and all the intricate details are in a reddish mithril. Kind of like almost like uh, like it's it's the mithril. You can tell that texture, but it's kinda got this like almost like rusty sheen to it. Hmm. So it's like this red silver and black hurdy gurdy. Well, I'm gonna kinda check around like there's nobody here. Not at the moment, no. Alright. No, I've forgotten what our deal was. <laughs> you you delivered the loot for time. Right. And you're like, well, what do I get out of this? Like, well, we can maybe find an instrument for you. All right. I would touch it. <laughs> it's cool to the touch. Like, not like cold, but it's like, oh, it's like cool. And it feels nice. You, you pick it up. I, I guess I do. You yeah. pick it up and it feels absolutely perfect. Like it was fitted and made custom for you. And at a ten yikes, I'm gonna play it. It sounds utterly amazing. The, the 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 tonation from it is just beautiful. There's also a button or a switch that isn't on your regular hurdy gurdy. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but you what notice? Is that? But you notice it is kind of deep down near the hand crank on the bottom. It's gonna explode. You can absent the weaponized hurdy gurdy. Flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I press the button. So it's like a little switch. You kind of flip it, and it. Adds a distortion effect. You have a distortion hurt of mode to your hurdy gurdy. All right. So you, you hear a voice from behind you in the shadows go, I hope that you approve. Not sure what to say. Um, this is remarkable. Well, I'm glad you approve. It's our end of the deal. Does this conclude our business? Well, that depends. <laughs> I was quite surprised that you didn't ask questions on your last visit here, considering the business I know you have ahead of you. I was not sure that they would be answered. Depends on the question. 
Suppose I have a question for you. What is your intention with your sire? My intention is to make sure he cannot hurt anyone ever again. And if that means ending him, so be it. Hmm. There are those among us that would wish to see that, or perhaps worse. Not sure if I'm capable of worse, but I'm certainly open to suggestions. Is that so? Well then, it is not my business, that particular matter. My focuses lie elsewhere. However, there are some others that might be willing to entertain some offers with you. And she makes kind of a gesture to the table back behind you, you turn around, and there are two candles sitting on the table where the hurdy-gurdy was. One is dark blue, one is dark purple, and there is a symbol that you are not familiar with at all in kind of like silver on the front of each candle. Uh, If you wish to speak with them ever, just light them before bed. Who would I... Who... Who would I be calling with this? Ziana and Zatella. Other fates. I assumed. With a vested interest in seeing Rin Brambobot to justice. Is there anything else you can tell me about them? What would you like to know? How would they feel about being contacted by me? Oh, because of your connection to Bramble? Unfortunate as it is. Yes. They do not believe the sins of the father fall on the child. Alright. As I said, they would be open to entertaining some offers should you be willing to aid them in removing his influence from the world. I'll certainly consider it. Consider these a gift from me, then. Alright. And there's kind of like a odd, like, shifting of shadows in both rooms, and absent you appear in the room, like, like it's like you've been there the whole time, kind of Holding thing. A Holding a hurdy-gurdy and two candles. And two candles. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Well, yeah, we weren't there, and now we're there. What you got there? Hurdy-gurdy? I'm ready to leave cool. now. <laughs> <laughs> when the time is right, you will go in the shop too. And I'm good. Uh, that's what you think <laughs> now. I need a hurdy-gurdy. I can't play it. I didn't get a hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> all right, so you all make your way back to the Night Lotus. Mm-hmm. Tuck in for the night. Would you like me to identify your stuff? Would you please? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so the hurdy-gurdy is a shade wood hurdy-gurdy. Okay. If you use it for spell casting and such, it's a plus one oh. focus for all your spell casting. And once per day, you can use the distortion mode to automatically succeed on your dexterity check on the instrument and roll with advantage. What? And flip it into awesome mode. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and the candles? The candles, man. All right. And we have not heard the names. Nope. Those, those are not names you've heard before. Are you, are you going to light your candles tonight, Absinthe? No. I don't need to express call to, to fates when I'm not ready. I don't know which candles for whom at this point. I don't know anything about them. So, so yeah, when I'm desperate, I'll light, light my goth candles. So. <laughs> <laughs> Play a song. All right, so you have about two days until the conclave. What would you guys like to do until then, if anything? Making bullets. Making bullets. All right. <laughs> Magic bullets. All right. So for each day, roll a dexterity check plus proficiency for your smithing or whatever we want to call it. Tinker. Artificing. Yeah, artificing would be. Ooh, uh, I'm going to burn a luck on that one. 
because that was a natural one. Oh, and then that's a natural 20. Right. So a 20 and a 16, uh, okay. plus dexterity. So that's a 22 and an 18. So for 100 gold oh, each time, even so just make sure, I think this seems fair. For 100 gold, is what it's the materials mm -hmm. each day. The Ethereum. Um, yep, for everything. Um, the first day with the natural 20, you actually get uh, 14 bullets out of it. You're very efficient, and you get 10 bullets out of it the second day. Nice. So you have 20, for 200 gold, you get 24 bullets. All right. To be clear on these magic bullets, my intention was to make them uh, one of my cantrips. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. That's so that's, I'm going to just do my current spellcasting level and, and the Mind Sliver cantrip. That works. Did Time want Kizzy to contact Orlesa about the uh, journal? No, we're going to wait on that. You guys going to just do some general shopping? Nothing too crazy? Yeah, I, we both want to buy a bag of holding for ourselves. Yeah, I, we so should probably. You're able best. to go in between uh, the, the Hollander's goods and Shryrook trading and uh, Bari imports. You're able to find each a bag of holding for 500 gold apiece. Yeah. Drop me under 8,000 gold. Goodness, no. I'm under five. Oh. Under 5,000 or 500? 5,000. <laughs> under five. You have four gold pieces. <laughs> So other than that, is, are we going to kind of just move on to the conclave then? Got to yeah. find Zenithia an outfit. All right. So what are we doing? Uh, Kizzy wants to spend time with Sylvia and train her a little bit. That's right. You got a Sabuto right. dragon. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I didn't forget. Roll animal handling. No. <laughs> oh, no. Where are we? Fifteen. All right. Works pretty well. You are able to kind of start, like, start building a bond with, with her and... Um, I want to give her a gold piece and say, like, you can take my money, but you can't take other money okay. from other people. And that's something, like, every time she does something good, I'll give her a gold piece. So she, now she has, like, I'll even... You're going to put a little backpack on I, her? I actually, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll get, like, a cute little bag, and, like, it'll have, like, it'll be, if I can find it, I want to find one that's kind of, like, white with pink stitching around it. And then also get her, like, a cute little ribbon. And if she likes it, I'll I'll put it on her somewhere, whether her neck or her tail, just so people know that like it's not just some rogue pseudo dragon. Well, just tail. on the end yeah. of the tail. Yeah, yeah. And like, like if she'll let me, like at first if she doesn't want to, I'm like that's fine. Um, but I'll give her her own little like pouch, and every time she does something good, I'll put a money in it for her, and then it'll be hers. Okay. And then I'll let her know that I keep it on me. But if she ever wants to see it, all she has to do is like. I guess ask for it, and uh, we'll try and like figure out what that is, just for like a reward system for her, and also then she's not like, <laughs> um, just so then there's no like potential stealing situations where, because uh, I know the pseudo dragon's like shiny. I feel like Kizzy mm -hmm. would have known that. Yeah. So, yeah, just training her and showing her off to everybody. All right. Have you seen my pseudo dragon? This is Sylvia, and see if she even actually um is nice. To everybody, <laughs> she seems pretty pretty chill. She was born around people being in, in a temple. So. That's true. So, okay, so Olix and Zanny, we're gonna do some shopping for clothes. Yep. yep. I mean, you're we'll find pretty much wherever you want. It's Jarmok, it's the trading center. So everybody's kind of like calming down though, right? Because of the... everybody's low on stock. Right. Okay. They're, wait. Well, they're gonna they're gonna take the conclave off, so everyone's kind of pushing stuff out, and they're getting kind of into vacation mode. So yeah, there's not. You can find clothes. It's not too bad. Vacation clothes. It's shopping in Jarmok, favorite. Your choice, bud. What? Your choice. My choice. What kind of clothing shops are in town? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Kizzy would know. I guess if they're up for it, I would join them for shopping. All right. Okay. 
That saves me from rolling this dice to see what kind of a place I find. <laughs> you're, you're able to find... I mean, you guys have been around here. You guys have lived in Jarmok for a while, like, on and off. Very true. So you're familiar with the city. It's not like it's a new city you're trying to find shops in. You're familiar with the market. So you're able to go and find the clothing shop and replace the clothes that Zanny burned off at your behest. <laughs> <laughs> you're able to find some fire-resistant underwear. So, unless there's anything else, we'll move on to the day of the conclave. Oh, I gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Olick goes to meet Kalis the morning of. I will have serviced my weapons, shined up my armor. All right. Real intimidating. Strapped them boots. Boot daggers. All right. So yeah, Olick, you get up early and you head to Kalis's. Cause he's um, like, make sure that your hair looks like really good. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> uh, you show you show up at the door and there's kind of an entourage of people for him. Um, Rastin is is there, so it's gonna be you, him, and Rastin are gonna be the, kind of the the three at the forefront of this thing. Hi, Rastin. Morning, Olek. Morning. I've never done anything like this. Never done anything like this. It's rather boring. We hope it's th- you want these things to be boring. Oh, okay. You'll you'll stand there, look fierce. Okay, I I can do that. Yes, let's hope this is a boring one. I have my doubts, though. Shall we? So Kalis leads you all to a, a building you have never been to, Olek. Oh. Um, at kind of the top of the city is kind of a pentagon-shaped building that you've heard in very passing referred to as the Pentathrone Assembly. It is the meeting hall for the merchant princes. I assume it's fancy? It is fancy. So you, you, there's, there's entrances on five sides that lead in. Kalos goes to one, but there's one with his crest marked above it. Um, and there seems to be like a, a, an entrance on a floor above for the public and a floor down below that's grander for the princes. And there's guards there that are wearing his symbol and his accoutrement. Uh, the building is made of kind of a sandstone on the outside, but you can see gl- the ceiling is made of glass. And the entire outside is, ju- is just beautifully carved. And each section kind of represents a prince you can tell you really get kind of a view of two um as you go in and it appears to be uh, there's Kalis, and then yeah, i guess you wouldn't really recognize the other ones unless it's wraith no he wouldn't he doesn't have one um so you you walk in and you walk in a room that has multiple levels to it and so there's like an upper tier a middle tier and then a lower and the the middle and lower tier are linked by that same passageway in and there's like better seating here and it looks very comfortable and there's definite sections where there's this a group of seats kind of close together on either side of this pathway you walk in and then there is a stairs lead down to a level where there's a massive throne that is clearly for the prince and each of these five sections of the pentagon kind of like a triangular wedge that come down towards this and there's kind of an open pit in the center that all of these thrones face towards then they probably are 20, 30 feet apart from each other when they are kind of looking across. Um, and the top tier seems to be much tighter seating, so probably for commoners, like not as a commoners, but the people that are coming to watch this whole thing. And like I said, there's massive archways in here. It is just beautiful architecture. Uh, the glass above is done in intricate patterns, let the light shine in. Yeah, and so it's uh, there's there's kind of a railing around the assets and it can, can fall down to lower levels. Like I said, there's a a lowered section between where all these thrones sit. But I'll, I'll get you a better picture of it. Okay. If you want to move okay. your minis out of here. Oh, yeah. Extravagant. How about that? <laughs> Got Rast in there, so Olek would go 
I guess I go on the other side. You know, just seeing minis I recognize <laughs> from the past. I know that great. So all of you, you meet a, a ball is the one who you're going to be going in with. She comes a little later. She is going to be in the more common section for this one. So yeah, um, you guys all come into this building through kind of the top section a little bit later. Once all these princes have assembled, Olek, you throughout the day, you throughout the morning watch as the other princes and their entourage arrive as well, and you all kind of file in with the the merchant houses of the city. You can pick wherever you would like to go on this map. A ball is going to kind of perch herself up here with her and Orison. So yeah, this is you all walk in and you see kind of the assemblages of all of these princes. Stuff on this map. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. Fine, it's fine. Everything's fine. Would you like to be absent? Um, you be near a ball. All right. So just so we're. We have we have Kalis is kind of the the one up here where Olik and Rasten are standing, uh, and then kind of going I guess clockwise around over to his left is Velmist Walker, okay. and then you have a Kaladin. He's a human man, advanced in years, wears comfortable robes, still looks very robust even for being an older man. I mean, his hair is completely gray. Wears robes with the front open, so you can see the the, the musculature. He is. A handsome man for being as old as he is. And then continuing around from yep. him is Aguila Mistwalker. Oh, they're separate? Yeah. They're different people. Yeah. They are two princes. Yeah. No, they need to be one. Um not even they... standing by each other. <laughs> and then so that that then to be Kalos's right and the left of Aguila is Nebelbest, a gnome. And everyone that's down there appears to have um a, a guard of sorts. And then a, a, a mage-looking person, at least. Yes. I left Sylvia with Hilla. Okay. And then on the, the tier above them, you see some familiar faces. You see Wraith is up on the tier behind Kalis, and you see a number of his associates and merchants associated with him. Uh, you see you see a Kitsune up on the tier above uh, Vel. That's their name or what they are? He is a, a, a fox person. Okay. Belfast. Uh, and then you have uh, Cassis, who is an elf. Middle-aged looking elf, a Cassis Whiteleaf. And then you have Men, a gnome in a suit of armor that is mechanized. Oh. I don't like that. Are they an artificer? (laughs) You don't know. And then um, above uh, Aguila Mistwalker is another Giundin named Serial. (laughs) Serial. Is he a serial killer? (laughs) Whoever kills him will be. (laughs) 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 You just assumed they were going to kill him. I don't know. Right, so We're gonna fight everyone. So, those are, so that's kind of the layout of the princes. They're kind of, and there's some other like minor like merchant houses up, kind of gathered with the princes that are associated with them, and then even more minor houses up on the the top where you guys are. The day kind of continues on, uh, everything fills up, and eventually, it is Kalis who kicks this off. Um, is there anything you guys want to do to prepare? Or anything before Kalis kind of starts talking? I'm assuming Kalis is big. Oh, yes. During all this? Kalos is big during all of this. So, Kalos steps forward to the edge of his little platform area. Thank you all for coming to this year's conclave. As usual, there is much to discuss, so let's just get on with it. I'm not one for flowery speeches. So, people kind of, there's nods of assent. So, then he starts talking about where they were last year 
and starts talking about some of the successes they've had in the years since then. Talks about some of the new discoveries below the city that have that have been found. Specifically talking about some things that his associate, Abalbari, has been discovering and has uncovered quite a bit. Uh, talks about new growth within the Riverfront District. Thanks a lot to Wraith and associates of his. And he talks about how there's they have an even greater portion of the trade from southern uh, southern Kel to northern Kel passing through there. And he points out that uh, there's a new new hall that's come up in the last year that has kind of seized control of the flow of information of what pricing is going to be that has changed how things are bought and sold here in the city. And you all kind of glance at a ball and she smirks. Um, and he mentioned that it changes kind of some of the balances of power in the city. And so he kind of finishes that little kind of summary and then says, well, we're going to hear from each of the individual princes now. So Kaladin, the human man, steps forward and he goes, thank you, Kalis, for that. Um, my house has had quite a substantial growth this year as well and begins to go into some of his trade deals and, and things as well. And he seems very jovial about it. All the, the merchants that are kind of associated with him seem happy by the, about the news. He then looks to Nebelbest, which you would think that it would kind of go in an order around this or not. And if it did, he skipped over the Mistwalkers. Um, but it, it could it could also just be he's going kind of whatever way to get going across who's ever kind of across from each other. Anyone who would know is down further. Mm-hmm. Um, Nebelbest talks about um, an uptake in interest for our arcane mechanical tech and how the some of the halls that work under him have been kind of perfecting that. And he's been doing some work with uh, Mend as well to uh, see that happen. And then... Uh, Kalos walks forward and kind of gives his personal report. And then he turns things over to the Minor Princes, which clearly is skipping the Mistwalkers at this point. <laughs> oh, shit. Could they, like, all meet up before this and be like, so we're going to do this? Uh, no, um, as far as, because Kalos is first prince, he runs these meetings. As soon as he does that, there are murmurs that run through the entire room. A ball doesn't seem surprised. It seems like a ball probably knew this was coming. Oh, this is the one who has all the knowledge. Surprise. Wraith will report on the improvements in the Riverfront District. Uh, Quick Fur, which is the, the Kitsune, he uh, has suffered a bit with the new information trade under the Night Lotus. And he kind of issues a complaint on how he thinks that that needs to be reevaluated, how that all ha- that all's being taken care of. And that complaint is immediately overruled by Kalis and Kaladin and Nebelbest. They're like, no, that's... <laughs> We're not going to affect how business runs. If this is the way that it needs to evolve, you need to evolve with it. So he's the wah wah baby. Yeah. Okay. The wimpy wah wah. No, that's me. Um, and then it, it gets to be a uh, serial underwake. It's turn to speak, and serial steps forward. Goes, I actually am going to speak out in on behalf of my fellow Undine brothers that they are being silenced in this moment. I, I, I do not believe that they are being treated fairly. I know that you claim they are under some sort of investigation, but that does not negate their position here as princes in this city. And there are from kind of Serial's group and the ones associated with those princes, kind of murmurs of assent and some unhappiness with that. And Kalos holds up his hands and all goes silent. Very well. Let us hear from the Mistwalkers then. Vel steps forward, kind of a smile on his face, his handsome Undine face. Long have my brothers and sisters and I believed that the land along this river belongs to us. The Sylphs have the, the wind-ridden places out in the sands. The Ifrit have the 
forges of the, the anvil, and even the, the mountains in the north are home to others. But we have been denied our place here along the river, and we think it is time that the city was cleansed once and for all and was brought back to the proper people. And he snaps his fingers, and you hear a buzzing sound oh, good. from among the crowds, and you see a seeming spell fade off of a number of vivisectors that are out among the commoners. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask a question. How high is the ceiling? Very high. Okay. We asked, though, if they were people going missing, and they said no. Um, you didn't ever actually check the slave trade. Yeah. We just assumed it was gone like fools. So from the crowd, you see the seeming spell fade off of six vivisectors that are down mostly among the princes that are not associated with these uh, undines. Uh, so there's one near Kaladin's people, or a de- I guess near uh, Kallus's. There's some near Wraith. There's some near Mend and Nebelbest. Uh, there is one up kind of above Vel that's starting to look at the crowd around them as targets. The vivisectors look a little different than you've seen them look before. How Great. so? They just, there seems to be something a little bit more colorful about them. Uh, they look a little bit bigger. And you also see a number of people throwing up the hoods on black robes and drawing daggers that are all Undine from what you can see. And I would like all of you to roll initiative. Oh boy, here we go. Bitsy? 16. 16. Kizzy? 11. 11. Olek? 13. 13. Zanny? 11. Uh, time? Time and Thomas got four. Oof. Four. Absinthe? 20. 20. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me roll for my initiatives. So with these guys, since we battled them before, from what we've known, how many times can they go invisible? Two. Okay. From from what, from what you know. Yeah, yeah, from what we've known. Do these vivisectors have wings? They've all had wings. Absinthe, you're going to go first. Yeah! <laughs> Out amongst the crowd, a bunch of cultists, and you see people screaming, starting to flee from them and move towards the exits. How was our breakfast this morning? <laughs> Inspiring. Oh, well, the vivisectors and cultists nearest me. Okay. Three of them, I would like to cast Bane. Okay. Ah, oh, cultists. I don't think it's gonna. It's a charisma saving throw. Mm, Sixteen. I don't think that makes it. That might. Five and seven. Sixteen plus one. Yeah. So it means they don't make it. Are uh, vivisectors considered an aberration? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. All right. It's so yeah, that that works. What do you do after that? Uh, Expecting to move, or I'm gonna. Hmm. I mean, there's no like good place to go. No. <laughs> out the door. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Which you would have to go back and then down in and then out, which is where all the crowds are moving towards right now. I mean, I can open another door on my next turn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. I would move away from a ball at least one square. Just so she had right. some space. It is then the vivisector's turns. Cool. This one is going to move towards Wraith. Gonna attack him. And he's gonna roll it. He's a gonna miss. D4 and miss. He, yeah, he, yeah. This one is going to move towards time. Yeah, I figured. Oh, oh, that's gonna hit you. What is it? It's an 18 on the die. Plus. Um, 24. I'm gonna cast shield. Okay. And so that brings my AC up to 26. Is he's 21 usually? Uh, I've got a plus one shield. 
Right? <laughs> right? Plus, okay. plus one half plate. Vivisector half plate. So. All right, so that misses. Um, yeah. no, but he gets time. I figured that he would be. Uh, that means that, that one misses personal. too. Because that's I only a 25 at a, at a natural 19. Um, so the other vivisectors start attacking the crowd, the individuals in the crowd. And the cultists do the same thing. They just start attacking the nearest people in the crowd. That would make it Bitsy's turn. Um, they made everyone sit through a bunch of talking how and then attack does it look them. Like, which ones does it look like are killing more people? The vivisectors are. The vivisectors seem like they are much more dangerous than the cultists. I'm going to move here. I have the move within an ally space thing. Okay. Because I'm yeah. tiny. Okay. <laughs> Just going between the um, I am going to cast Polymorph oh. on one of the vivisectors. So it can't <laughs> do anything. Yeah. I'm going to turn it into a fly. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is this flag gets swatted. <laughs> I think people are going to have other things to yeah, worry about. I don't about. think they're going to focus on one I of was the probably many it rolled flies. Roll a 14 on its save. I don't think that does it. Yeah, it's like 18. Okay, so yeah, this vivisector just disappears. So maybe it went invisible for all you guys know. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You did see Bitsy do something, and it <laughs> yeah. disappeared. I'm a little distracted. Bitsy destroyed it. It is then the Brotherhood of the Undine's turn. Ugh. They don't even have a cool name. Uh, I think that's all the cultists. <laughs> yeah, they're cultists, such as they're on here. Oh. Um, Aguila walks to the front and starts to cast some kind of incantation. And the ground in the central area begins to glow with runes. And a portal starts to form. Oh, oh, gross. Okay, so we got someone that's... Oh, gross. What is <laughs> and what? And black shadowy vines... Oh, uh, dang it. Oh, right next to it now. ...begin to spread out throughout the arena, or the uh, conclave. It's an arena. They seem to be coming out of the portal and just immediately, like, shoot up over things. Does it hit anyone? It just spreads along the ground. These black vines, you've never seen anything like it before. We've never seen anything yeah, like them before. That's <laughs> what Aguila does. Serial comes down and casts Sanctuary on him. All right. Dang it, Serial. And you, Lou, um, who absent roll perception check for me. Oh. Um, <laughs> 30. 28. Oh. Okay, you do see um, you lose uh, line of sight with Vel. And he's very hard to keep your eye on, but you actually do keep track of where he's moving towards Quickfur. Quickfur Belfast. Terrible name. But it is then Oleg's turn, followed by Kizzy. Okay. How high is this ledge? Ten feet. Ten feet? Probably don't have a good line of sight. There are steps. I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a railing there. I mean, you can kind of see up through. You know it's there, you can hear it. And I mean, you could poke your head around here without even really moving and say, oh gosh, it's a vivisector. Yeah, oh that's going to be the first Goodness. start. I will move over here, and then I will uh, use the Wand of Web on the Vivisector. Okay, what's that? <laughs> what do you have to do for him? Uh, let's see here. It's a strength thing, I think. Whatever it is, it doesn't work. That's a three uh, on the die, so... Is it like spider web? Yeah, just... it's essentially just spider web. I think they just have to do a strength check. Or be caught in a sticky web that's yeah. flammable. Oh, so that entire area is just covered in web. Okay. That's the thing. All right. So, what else can you do? Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what Sanctuary does. You have to make a wisdom saving throw to attack them. Mm-hmm. I should not attack them. 
<laughs> but I believe I can see that vivisector. Um, I would like to pull a small totem out of my pocket, point it towards the vivisector, and speak the words Jiminy Stumblebump. And I will go for I'll go for one charge. Uh, Isn't there something about if you're doing it on an enemy or a, another thing, it's more? Uh, they must, let's see, if using Polymorph with a Wisdom DC of 14. So it needs to make a DC 14. <laughs> and now, now I will roll a D10 to determine what small one. animal so it turns into. By the Jiminy Stumblebump. <laughs> and it is it's a six. So it is a cat. Oh. Meow. <laughs> oh. Do you have a Cat marker? I don't have a cat marker. You should make one. Okay, Lauren. I'm imagining Halus and Rasta just being like, what the what fuck? The- <laughs> is like, what the fuck? Rastin's like, yep. It's fucking Olek, yep. Jiminy Stumblebump. Literally just <laughs> this mighty warrior. <laughs> <laughs> She's hulking half-orc in just the perfect armor. Serena. <laughs> God. Oh god. Okay, it is now Kizzy's turn. Sweet. Um this turns into a cat. How no. far down is it from here to here? Ten feet. You can make that with you if you made a pretty simple dex saving throw, you can jump down without taking damage. My dex is awful. Um Hang on, I need to roll to see how long. Seventeen. Seventeen round. <laughs> well, let me mark that. Okay. <laughs> None of the vines are near me. Yeah, but I like I I could actually get to it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and then I'd be right there. Okay, um. Where you want to go? I want to go. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Roll a dexterity saving throw for me. We'll see. That's a 15 on the die. Okay. You you jump down, you catch yourself just fine. Okay. I'm just going to double move. Uh, Hold on, let me figure out where, though. Who's this? Is that Wraith? Okay. Moving through there would be Spiderweb. Hmm. Oh, fine. And then from here to the bottom floor? About 20 feet. So it's 10 feet between each tier down. So if you went from here to like the bottom floor, would be 30. From here to the bottom, would be 20. Here to the bottom, 10. Do those, these vines, are they doing anything to the ground around it? Or? Not yet. I'm just there. I won't. Um, if I go here, can I screw it around the spider web? Yeah. If I touch that, does it hurt? No, okay. it does not. So I get like right on the edge. Double move, and that's my turn. Uh, Zenithia. Uh, so for area of effect spells, are there people, like, around that I would hit? Depends where you're aiming, but yes, for now. <laughs> like, like small things you throw and then explosions happen? Well, Probably uh, not great. Well, yeah. Okay, how big is, uh, how big is, who's, okay, who's caught in the spider, spider web? Uh, a vivisector and a few, you know, nobles and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. This this right here seems like a pretty good spot. That's all bad guys. You can yeah. Yeah. pretty safely. Oops, all bad guys. <laughs> Oops, all bad guys. Yeah. So what's going on over there? Aguila is casting something that is being maintained here at the center. And but why did he cast that sanctuary? Uh, no, the cleric behind him cast sanctuary on him, so he can't be attacked. So he wouldn't so be interrupted. But he could healer. be interrupted other ways if they weren't like an attack, if they were just like yeah, an area a of effect thing, that thing would still hit. Like you just can't direct an attack at him without it making wisdom saving throw right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I have sanctuary. I would recognize How far that, right? Is this? Do you know? Yeah, that's a cleric. <laughs> it's a cleric spell. Yeah. 
I'm going to use Quicken Spell to cast a Mirror Image on myself first. All right. Can and, you roll for wild magic? Yeah, sure. It's a 17. All right, plus one. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Chain Lightning on that one. <laughs> Deck saving throw? Uh, I believe so. 13? Uh, nope. Minus 17. So. Okay, that hits. All righty. And then... What is it? Three bolts and leap from that target to as many as three other targets. Well, look at there. So I'll go one, two, and three. Does that make deck saving throws? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Aguila makes his deck saving throw. The uh, cultists do not. I'm going to do some math here then. You need? Do you need more D8s? Yes, please. Okay, yeah, D8s. Right, I got two right here. I got two, I got four, one, or I three. And here's two more. Okay. Oh. It's very gross. Seven, eight, nine. I need one more. Here you go. Okay. Looks like I got one, two Throw for fighting. You're sure about this? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my calculator out. If they if they succeed on the on the jumping bolts, does it do any damage? Uh, let's see. Target takes ten d eight lightning damage on a failed save, or half as much on damage on a successful one. So. There's a lot of sevens and eights in there. Eight. Just obliterate the enemies in one spell. That'd be amazing. Well, he's going to obliterate something that was very important. Good. Probably. Good. Wait, important to us or them? Them. Yay. Okay. How close? Are you within 60 feet? 51. It's 150. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, 60 feet reaches damage. to like right about here. 51 damage? Lightning damage. <laughs> Just zap. Oh, get wrecked. Sorcerer's beautiful. They're really not. I miss Thank being you, one. Thank you. Uh, this one's not mine. <clears throat> okay. Uh... They are not dead. <laughs> quite. <laughs> They're not quite dead. They're a little the toasty. The, the cultists are, are not quite dead. Neither Those two aren't looking like they like getting hit by that. Uh, and that will be my turn. Okay. Um, it is then the cult mage's turn. They cry. <laughs> and then he's, they're going to hold their action. Maybe not. You do again. I don't remember. Um, it is then... Your allies' turn, which is everybody else on this bloody map, oh, uh, no. Mend is going to go into his armor and it's going to just chunk into a ball around him. Nebelbest pulls out some kind of arcane device and it puts a little shield around him and his two associates. Rastin moves up kind of into this area. He, he does go into the web. Okay, he makes his deck safe and he looks around. Goes, I will be back. And he teleports himself and as many nobles and people out of here as he can. Okay. Good for him. Um, and like, as he like, he kind of like touched Kayla's first and Kayla's pushed his hand off, pulls out his halberd. <laughs> this is business. And is going to run and jump across oh. over here. How far is that? Like, it's like 10 feet. And he's a dwarf. He makes, yeah, he's a very large dwarf. He's, he goes, Aguila! And he just runs and jumps and starts to just jump his way over to take Aguila on. Yep. Bricked up, agree What a man. Um, I don't want to be on Kayla's bad side. Uh, a ball walks over to this cultist, and she casts a dominate person. <laughs> <laughs> he succeeds his saving throw, unfortunately. Oh. Even with Bane? Nope, not with Bane. <laughs> yeah. I okay, roll a 400 d4. Uh, so she goes, take care of your friend. <gasps> Ooh, cutthroat. He walks Literally. over and immediately just... Well, I guess it'll be on his turn. He'll jab his knife at his friend if he's there. Oriana's going to attack 
twice. Battle girlfriend coming in. Natural one, and a 17. She's going to be able to do quite a lot of damage. Uh, her mace kind They're of lights up, minions. and she slams into it, and he okay. uh, takes a lot of damage, and he dies. <laughs> so yeah, her, her war hammer just blazes with light and just like, Got another friend over there, so I mean. Oh yeah, burns through him. And then she immediately moves over towards the ball, and the ball goes, this one's mine. <laughs> He's good. Wraith is also going to attempt to stealth away. Doesn't roll very well. Poor baby. Uh, and he does pull out a crossbow then and takes a shot at the vivisector. And rolls a natural one. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to roll great here, guys. Kaladin, he goes with his mage and goes up here to Cassus. And his, his mage and like kind of like that group, they teleport away as well. Okay, good. Less people to worry about. Kind of, it's like you get the feeling these people are used to this. And then <laughs> quick, quick fur goes, fuck this. And he shifts and he looks like a cultist and kind of like breaks line of sight and then walks past him and then out the door. Nice. Because <laughs> he, he shifts his kitsune for him because that's his natural thing is he can shift. That's right. Yeah. And so he just leaves? He kind of walks out that door. Like that's all you guys kind of see is like. Okay. Um, so you get the feeling most of these guys except for like. Kalis and uh, Wraith are really like, no, no, no. And they all seem pretty well prepared for something to go wrong. Yeah. How many this of the people up, up top are still left? Or? There's still a lot of them left. They've, there's a few that have been injured. Okay. Um, and it's going to be their turn here shortly. Are there a lot of people over here too? Yeah, there's still, uh, no. Uh, Rastin teleported kind of the people out of this area up here. Okay. And then there's just Oleg down there. I'm yep. assuming the edge of this is a wall. Yeah, there's a wall here so that kind of goes up to the glass. How far, how deep is this? 10 feet down from this level. So from where you're at, it's 30 feet. Okay. From this level. Mm-hmm. And then it's, so to kind of answer your time, your answer, it's like it's like 20 feet, then another, then another. So you kind of have this same shape up but in glass. Um, but it is then the vine's turn. Oh, about that. Oh, they've how got turns, huh? Not. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, unfortunately, commoners are not really meant to be stabbed with knives <laughs> or vivisectors. Who is? So, Please. there's a few there's a few down people in the crowd and the vines immediately go wrap around them and start and pull them into the center. Oh. Oh, in one action? It's wrapping around cuz they they kind of spread out on the Mistwalker's turn and grab around and are pulling them in now. How okay. quickly? So it's, it's, you guys have maybe a round to stop it, but so this one here is going to have someone, so it's going to be... Is it one person at a time or hold on? One person at a time. Okay. okay. That's so slightly less terrifying. This one here grabs someone on that level from that vivisector, and this one grabs someone from up there from that vivisector. Because really it's the vivisectors that are just like just stabbing people and they're they're done. I mean, when you got knives for arms. Yep. Um, what else so do you It's now do? time's turn. Chop by absence. I'm going to cast protection from good and evil. I'm going to specify uh, aberrations. So now they all have disadvantage when attacking me. Okay. They also cannot charm, frighten, or possess me. Nice. And that is my action. Okay, perfect. Uh, absent you, followed by some bad stuff and Bitsy. Some bad stuff, huh? Yeah, some bad Get stuff. Boy. What, is, what is this? I can't see. That is a, a cat. cat. Oh! <laughs> All right, no wonder I can't see. <laughs> um, ooh, and I forgot, this one grabs the dead cultist. Oh, ooh, delicious. Him in. Eh, whatever. I mean, maybe we don't want it to eat something, but at least it's not a person. Oh, I don't know what happens though. <laughs> I know, right? I think I'm going to take a page out of a ball's book and... Dominate someone? Dominate this cultist. Okay. 
You know you're sending him to his death, right? <laughs> I absolutely do. Okay. But I'm going to tell him, I'm trying to think how to word this, but to stop the vivisectors from killing other people. Fight the vivisectors. But that's not it. I want them to protect the people, maybe, from the vivisector. Okay. Does that spell allow you to tell people to harm themselves? Oh, it doesn't, does it? But you're not telling them to harm no, themselves. No, you're telling them to protect them. You... You're telling them to protect others. So your wording is, stop the vivisectors from hurting other people. Okay. When we get to his turn, we'll see what he does. Uh, does he make a wisdom saving throw? Nope. Good. Damn it. Absence wisdom or saving throw is gross to go against. A little bit. I, I rolled a 14. I know it's a high enough. I'm going to get around Zanny here and just move a little. Okay. Well, it's Vivisector's turn. It's going to attack time. Actually, actually, it's going to go invisible. Oh, no. In fact, all of the Vivisectors are going to go invisible. Oh, no. An invisible flying cat. An <laughs> <laughs> flying me. cat. <laughs> Doesn't make a spring saving throw, so he's still stuck there. It's just well. It's invisible though, so it's just like so. <laughs> it's just like a mouse. With advantage, attacking time. Uh, but it has disadvantage because of protection, good and evil. Well, it doesn't matter. It still <laughs> sucks. <laughs> so it rolled a two on the first roll, yeah. so it doesn't hit you with either of them. Just ding. Ah. Um, <laughs> that one's then going to. That one's going to kill another person. That one's going to kill another person. Going to miss you. That one's stuck. Yeah, those are cats. It is on the cultist's turn. I'll do all the cultists rolling, and then we'll get absent. Here. Okay, so they injure another few people. Um, the vivisectors took out two more. And I think I'm going to have to go with this. The cultist walks over and kind of throws up his arms and utters some words in abyssal. Uh, what's he say? Because I understand abyssal. It's essentially, in, in the name of Fatan, you will stop your attack. <laughs> all right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Which is why the way I phrased that became real key. That's real good. Hell <laughs> no. yeah. Oh, so not even attacking me? Okay. He, she said you will stop the vivisectors from atta- from hurting people. Okay. So they're all stopped? Just that one for now. Oh, okay. That one's the one that hurt it. the rounds. So I am thinking about being an air elemental. I'm trying to figure out how to do the math to get over there. <laughs> how far do you need to move? You gotta ruin. Um, I can move 90 feet. So that would be and you, you would make it. I'm trying to move to them. You could easily make oh, it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go over there and stand in their space. And I'm not attacking, I'm not doing anything, I'm just standing there. I know. So now they have to roll to not be knocked down and over and away and Good so they have to succeed a DC 13 strength saving throw. Failure, they take bludgeoning damage and flung 20 feet away. Knock prone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move you a little bit just for this. Okay. Uh, Aguila saved. Serial did not. Bye. Colt Mage also did not, so we're going to just call him dead. Yeah, it says that they get take damage if you fling him against the wall. He's got a hit point left. <laughs> <laughs> So a pebble he, flew by. And him so you, you you rush over as this twisting like tornado of wind and burst right into the center of the Aguila manages to stay up on his feet, still concentrating on his spell. Uh, that mage is thrown back against the wall, and just that damage itself takes him out. And okay, he does ha- still take half damage. He's, okay, okay. If succeeds, so I have to roll the three d eight. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. On a failed save, they take the three uh, three d eight plus two. Okay, so. Okay, 
Okay, so he's he's taken some damage so and far. They're, and and they're flung twenty feet away and not prone if they if they didn't succeed. So uh, so he I'm gonna say he doesn't get thrown twenty feet, but he gets knocked prone on these stairs. Okay. So they're, it's like against the walls where he would have hit. So he also takes another one d six damage okay. if he it. hits the wall. He does. Just one. Yeah. He needs to be a serial killer. She's well on her way. Um, so oh, yeah. Yeah, gross. Um, just my turn. Um, yeah, so yeah, Bitsy goes and you see a cultist and that dude slam against the wall and the Aguila manages to stay up and he's getting buffeted by the rocks and stuff flying through the air. Uh, yeah. It is then his turn. Yeah, I guess since Bell lost sight of his target, he's going to just turn and he's going to stab a commoner and take them out. Thank you, Bell. So because he took damage, does he need to roll a concentration? Yeah, he made it. Dang. What about, is Sanctuary, Sanctuary still up concentration? Yes. Also made that. Hold an 18 on the back. On the floor. All right. So, Serial is then going to... I'll just keep standing there. <laughs> Don't have to do anything. Well, I have to recharge okay. the ability, but... Okay. I know what Serial is going to do. I need Bitsy to make a saving throw of yep, some kind. Sure. The Charisma saving throw, I believe. I mean, that's not the worst. Just got to double check. Charisma saving throw. Yep. Just give me a sec. 17. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to cash banishment on you. Oh, what oh. a shit stain. <laughs> Using what object? It has to be displeasure. It's, it's yeah. displeasing. It's the symbol of Faton. Fair enough. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's himself. <laughs> so for a moment, just for some flavor on this, you feel kind of the plane around you like, like try to move away from you and feel yourself shifted to the shadow plane for a brief moment. And you get kind of a view of what's going on on the other side of all of this. And there is some horrible creature of shadow on the other side of this portal that is trying to tear its way through and you see it is being fed by these vines. But you see that for a brief moment before you're, you shove off the spell and are back in the, this plane. He curses an abyssal. <laughs> it is then Oleg's turn. Let me see here. I'm going to go ahead and rage. And while I do that, I will frenzy. And then, let me just uh, see what my great axe here does. I will go ahead and do a lion's pounce uh, towards this gentleman here. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. As an action, spend a charge to leap 15 feet towards a target and make a melee attack. Now. On hit, deal an additional 1d8 slashing. That's an additional one. I know. Um, that's a 16 to hit. That hits. Awesome. So let's go ahead and roll some. Sometimes I think of you as like the Hulk, where you like grab one thing and then you like slam it, and you grab another thing and you slam it right afterwards. I mean, you're not, not wrong. Okay, oh. that's a seven plus seven, so a fourteen plus two. Is that with the D eight? That's oh, I didn't add the D eight. Ha 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 ha. That's an eight. <laughs> so that'll be twenty eight damage. He dies. Okay. There. Mm-hmm. There's another ability on your great axe. Oh, you're right. You're right. Ha ha ha. If the target is reduced to zero HP, spend charge. Spend charge to move half move distance towards target and make an attack. So we'll just go right to this guy, <laughs> and we'll go ahead and make an attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's only a twelve to hit. Double check. That might hit. These guys are not. Um... Does anyone try hitting the shadow? No. I'm just thinking about yeah, it. It does not hit. Oh, wow. okay. It does not hit then. What is their AC? 13. <laughs> and that kicks me to four Brr. charges. 
Oh, I love that I can do that more than once a day. Um, so now it's Kizzy's turn, followed by Zenithia. I have stone shape, and I want to put a wall in the middle of the portal to disrupt it. You can try that. Okay, so I can't do that this turn, but I'm going to get... Move down to it? No, not double move. I can move 30 feet and get down to the bottom, right? Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to cast my Channel Divinity of Radiance of the Dawn. Gets rid of any magical darkness within 30 feet of me. And then hostile creatures within 30 feet. I have to make a constitution saving throw, and they'll take some radiant damage. <laughs> okay. Succeed. Fails. Fails. Succeeds. So three of the vines fail. It's 15. Th- three of the vines fail. They, they don't roll well at all. Okay. Uh, cultist fails. Uh, Aguila succeeds. Serial succeeds. That vivisector up there fails. Okay, so even the ones who succeed take half. So it's only 2d10? That's so garbage. So 24 um, radiant damage. All right. Um, this light bursts out from your armor, and it instantly disintegrates three of the vines that are made of, you know, shadow. <laughs> <laughs> that would do that, yeah. Um, so that one doesn't get a body in. That one didn't have a body to pull in. And that's my turn. That's the turn. Anithia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You okay over there? There's just a lot of options. Uh, you could take a nap. That is the one. I could. God, that's one. Nice. The one downside <laughs> to playing a spellcaster is you're like, what did I do? So we've got enemy, enemy, enemy. enemy. And an ally. You got an ally there yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got one. Don't knock me out of my air elemental. How far down here can I make it, Adam? Uh, you could jump off here, make a dex saving throw, and then you could probably get to about there. What? Because they are both concentration, when I dominate person, Bane drops. Okay. <laughs> I think you made the right choice. Uh, okay, yeah. So I'll try and move there. So deck save? Or deck? Is it a save? Or? Yeah, deck save, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a natural 19. You're good. Uh, and then I will do... I'll do quick and spell. I'll do quick and spell to cast chromatic orb fire at that guy. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. <laughs> 24 to hit, that hits. Yeah. How many commoners are down on the floor where I am? None where you are. There are, oh. uh, there are a couple. There's uh, not on the, in the floor directly, no. I'm thinking maybe like uh, exactly a s- like a 60 foot radius. 17 fire damage to that guy. Okay. Hold on. Dawn would kill some innocent people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm holding back on that. A noble sacrifice. And then I'll use my non-quicken spell to cast confusion. And that gets counterspelled. Go for it. It just does. Like, Man! It just does. It's a high enough level. That's fine. Uh, that the This cultist mage does that. What a fuck. Get him next. He has so many hit points after taking a lightning bolt to the face. <laughs> All right. Um, it is then the cult mage's turn. He's going to move forward. Danny, you need to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, does mirror image affect that at all? Nope. Okay. Charisma? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to roll wild magic for this. Two? Yeah. Fifteen. Plus two. And then seven. Okay. Charisma saving throw. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Natural 19? So this cultist looks and he goes, come over here. We can talk about this. Uh-huh, what a fucker. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, ugh, swine. This is, so this, this is this picture. This dude who is like singed and like almost twitching <laughs> has blood running out of the corner of his mouth. Come over. We, we can talk about this. No. No. Uh, no. You're disgusting. Uh, so the vines get two people in, and the portal grows. Oh, uh, oh gross. 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 And it is then time's turn. Okay, so 
we really should have talked about this before, and I'm sorry, but in terms of my magic bullets, since it's a spell that is a intelligence save, do I have to roll to hit first? Or is it just, I fire it and that spell goes off at my target? I guess it would be like how he made them. Did he make them with the spell already cast in it? I think with, with what we're doing, with it being the low level version of it, it's rolled a hit. And if it hits, it goes off. Okay. Because that seems really unfair for you to waste a bullet and then have them make the save. So I think that if you hit them, it goes off. Okay, so they don't do a save. They don't do a hit. save, it is roll to hit. Okay. If you hit, it does the 1d6 damage and has the effect. Okay. And that makes more sense. Because, I mean, if he cast it into the bullet, it makes sense it would already have been cast. Okay, well, since I probably heard Absinthe, and then I heard that guy come right in front of me and be like this, I'm like, I can't see it. I'm not going to interrupt this. I'm going to say, let's fly. I'm going to sprout two owl wings out of my cloak. Okay. Yeah. And neither him or the vivisector will make attacks of opportunity against you. Yeah, That's and I'm going to fly down here. And then I'm going to action surge, swing my sword around, and go to stab this person with advantage because they're prone. Prone on the ground, yep. Yeah, get him. Yeah. Well, that's one natural 20 right there. Um, That's almost going to hit, but um, his sheer <laughs> assholery <laughs> uh, keeps him alive. And that's a second natural 20. Wow, two nat 20s. With advantage? Yeah. Not even with advantage. Oh, that's my two attacks with my... <laughs> Roll for damage, just for kicks and... Okay. Uh, it's one-handed, because I have a shield. Sweet. Uh, Does that mean he's no longer sanctuary? But I do get sneak attack on the first one. Oh, no. What? Because it's a mithril sword, so I get a... Does it still work? After he's gone? 2d6. Because it's a duration. So the first one... The cast still gone. Oh, inside. First one... No, that's... Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wait, no. Yeah, twelve. Um, slashing. Oh, wait, no, that was just 1d8, sorry. Uh, plus six, so that's 20 points of damage okay. for the first hit. Okay. And then the second one doesn't get sneak attack. No. And then 10 for the second one. Okay, so your blade just pierces right into him twice, and the last time you see him gasp and give up ghost. Oh, right. No. On his death, though, there is from the portal kind of this rumbling, and another vine shoots out, grabs him around the ankles, and starts pulling him, his dead body in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I do have a <laughs> wow. bonus action still. I didn't cast a spell. It will be... Actually, your ally's turn here in a second. It's Adam's turn. Adam is our ally and our enemy. What a fucked up situation. So a ball issues a similar after hearing what Absinthe did. <laughs> so this guy walked forward and does a similar thing to this sector. Hey, buddy. Um, I'm all stuck in web. Kalos jumps across. Aguila no longer has sanctuary because his cleric is dead. <laughs> <laughs> the halberd is 1d10. So he did 15 on the first hit and 14 on the second hit. Aguila is not looking good right now, friends. If no, someone wants to save him. Or, you know, blow him away off the cliff. Oh, shit. Yeah. Redeem him, maybe? Yeah. For all of his sins. <laughs> or we could just summon Kenta and let him eat him. All right. So it is then Absinthe's turn, followed by the Vivisectors, followed by the Cultists, followed by Vincy. Is there any good spot to cast a fireball? It's <laughs> a cat and a cultist over there. <laughs> no, they're fine. There's also a fly. Well, you don't know. Yeah, we don't even know where the fly is it's true. now. I mean, the fly could have just, it's like... Not really. Out. There is not really a good place to cast a fireball. Drat. There's. Because there's this one. Because there's people still getting down the stairs. They're invisible peasants over I there. I was not going to put... That would be too much. Hmm. 
Is Wraith stuck in the web? No, he was just at the end. Well, there's nobody in that web, yeah? No, right now no, there's nothing right in now, that no. web. Mm. Uh, that vivisector was commanded to stop. Though. That's true. Would be a shame if someone set it on fire. Just like, I have to Tr- not cast another Trusted concentration. <laughs> there's a cat down there and a cultist, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I forgot who was there. Cultist cat. The cultist or the cat? The cultist. You can mock him to death. That's what really. I'm going to viciously mock him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, buddy. You can make the saving throw. 14. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> what do you say? Your shoes look dumb. <laughs> Bad God choice. Yeah, pretty much. You are stupid. So, so here's how this whole thing goes. He goes. He looks to Zenith and he goes, "Come on, we can talk about this." And he goes, "No." no. And goes, "Your God's stupid." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he takes a whole three damage. Oh, he had one hit point left. Oh. <laughs> he was the one who was singed and bleeding from the corner of the mouth. I didn't even know. Yep. I was just like, "You're so close from, enough." From this top tier, you look down and go, "You're stupid." He drops dead. Cool. I love it. Best use of that spell I've ever done. <laughs> okay, so vivisectors continue to cut down some folk. Cultists continue to stab at some folk. Well, there's only one. There is. There's only there was only two. Oh, two vivisectors. Okay, two vivisectors oh, that are causing down there. Yep. Um, Most of the rest of them are taken care of. And then it is Bitsy's turn. Hey. Actually, this hold on. This cultist here is going to come and stabity time. And stabity, oh, stabity time. Ooh, critical hit. You take nine damage. Almost Correct. got through your temporary hit points. Ooh, we might hit you. Natural 20 and a 17. Plus 3, oh. so 20. No hold hit? <laughs> I might get through your temporary hit points, man. I won't get through your temporary hit points, man. <laughs> 14. Oh, cool. Oh. Rounded Just down barely. to 7. Just barely. Or is that rounded down already? Uh, no, it was rounded down. <laughs> okay, so 7. Dang it. Got me down to 130 hit points. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he was going to run. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, good. I'll attack with Sentinel. <laughs> I love Sentinel. Sentinel's good. Oh, uh, ooh, that's a 28 to hit. Misses. It's that one well, weird armor just, class uh, he has. Let's just roll that d12. That sweet spot. An 8 plus 7. An 8 plus 2 for raging. So 10 plus 7. 17 plus 4, 21 damage. He stops moving. He stops no, moving. <laughs> yes, he does. For multiple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Eat that. Okay. That's cool. It's Bitsy's turn. Okay. My whirlwind recharged. I rolled a 5. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh. What's the range on that? Within my space. So I'm just going to be in his space. Roll for damage. Oh, okay. Get him. 21 damage. 21 damage? Oh. Yeah, I rolled really high. Well, fun fact. Kalis also failed. Kalis gets knocked back down here, so he'll take an extra 1d6. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, He knew what he was getting into. (laughs) He (laughs) jumped into wind elementary. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Aguila failed. He gets thrown 20 feet down into the bottom of his pit. (laughs) Does he... (gasps) Does he take another d6? Yep. Okay. Look how close he is to me. Okay, so they both take another five, I guess. Or did you roll for the d6? Or I I so they take another five? Yeah. Okay, Kalos is, you know, fine. He took yeah. five damage. He took he took a chunk of damage. He's okay. He's Kalos. We, we know he fought Oleg and, and beat Oleg, so. Aguila made his concentration check, barely. He is not looking good. Okay, well, I still get attacked. Oh. Because he's not sanctuaried anymore. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah! So I'm gonna go get him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go get him. He's prone, so you attack with She's advantage. She's fetch with herself. Right. Flies and lands, looks up, and just sees a tornado with fists. That one didn't work, but but I get advantage. You said. Mm-hmm. Advantage is dope. Okay, I get attacked twice. Um. So let's see. Does a twelve hit him? No. Okay. Roll again. Oh my gosh. Okay. 14 for the second one. Oh. Everything was under 10. <laughs> that does not hit either. Okay. Is it? So it is now the Brotherhood's turn. He is going to fuck off. He's going to action move, bonus action, dash, and book it. Off he will fuck. Yep. <laughs> you saw that. There's no way you missed that. You're facing that direction. I'm facing that direction. You are. Okay. What do you have? You have that. We're going to do that. Uh-oh, he has a that. He is going to misty step Ooh. to the top of these the second platform. He kind of lands and is holding his side. And he's, I mean, he does that prone, and he can move to about there. He's got 15 feet of movement to there. So he's he's making to leave as well. Um, it's then Oleg's turn. Ooh, how far away is he from me, would um, we say? He is 120 feet away from you. And, you, can't, you have no outline of sight on him. He's, he's no line of sight. He's out. Wait, who are you talking about, babe? Uh, Vel, who just no, ran. no, I'm talking oh, about him? this one. Oh, he's like 60 feet away. From oh, not cool. Even, not even. That's within Hawk and Falcon range. So, being that I'm all ragey, I'm going to go ahead and toss these hand axes right over towards that man who oh. made this big portal. Do we, do we, the vine took damage from me too, didn't it? Oh, yeah. So that vine is dead too. I just don't want them eating things. Real good. Okay, so for the first one, don't think a 13 is going to hit. No. Um, how about a 19? What? So let's roll some damage on these guys. D6 plus four. Just use all your good rolls. Oh, bitty. <laughs> That's five plus two for seven, and then plus four, so 11 damage. Oh, okay. Okay. And let's see. They didn't both hit the target, so I will just this action to pull them okay. back. So your axe hits him, and it sinks into his chest, and you can kind of see the light fading in his eyes, and then the, the symbol on his robes kind of glows with this darkness. He's like, oh, thank you, master. Thank you. And then dust. Oh. What? And the portal fades, and Kizzy, you kind of hear this shame that only Kizzy hears that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kizzy then shouts, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the hell? In a moment, all of the, the, the cat and the, the cat disappears in kind of this of shadow. And all that's left are these cultists that you can see. Okay. Alright. And I'm going to, unless you guys want to hunt down cultists for a bit, clean up is rather fast. I mean, I, we just probably ask to arrest them. Yeah. Yeah. You've got two choices in front of you. Or I could blow them off of the side of the... Nice running at my sword. You can see what I did to Serial here. Hey, I'm the Serial Killer. Um, Someone had to do it. Uh, oh, Serial's just a pile of dust as well. Yeah. They got mm. thanos huh? Yeah, they got fatoned. Serial uh. <laughs> was dead as well. But... So are they actually dead? Oh, they're dead. They're just dust. They're just, you know, with Faton now. The shadow plane. So the shame... Like, what a shame that was about the plan failing and not about his person failing. 
It really sounded kind of like amused, like, shame that you failed. Oh well. So he kills them? I mean, they were essentially dead. He was about to die. And he kind of got this, like, flow of power, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a second chance. And then, it, like, that darkness just consumed him, and he turned to dust. Like, he, little black Aguila dust pile. No, Thanos, Thanos, pretty much. Just yeah. pillar of salted, but, you know, yeah. black sand. So the bigger... Nice. Well, what about the people who ran away? Are we gonna find um, dust piles of them? So, the one guy that did run away, I'm gonna send Thomas out to see if he can find him. Roll a perception check. Alright, Thomas gets advantage. Oh, the cultists didn't go, so... Ooh. Well, now the natural 20's kind of balanced out, so I think it's gonna be like a 10. You don't see anything. Alright. You see a bunch of people just fleeing in. Yeah. There's so many people that easily could have blended in with them. Worth the shot. Yep. Oleg will run to Kalis' side, because that's where he's supposed to be. Can I stick the fly in my bag of holding? The fly's gone, too. Oh, he's not there? Nope. And after a minute, none of the vivisectors have reappeared. Good. So no fly kitty morphs. No fly kitty morphs. No, he took him back. Yeah, we're about a kitty, we're about a fly. So yeah, those vines still left? No, the vines, every, everything, like the vines, when the portal closed, they pulled back into There's nothing. There's cultists then. There's cultists. They all quickly surrender, seeing how this went sideways really quick. Kalis orders all of them taken to his place, and he will question them there. Yeah. Question them. That's rougher though. Right. And, uh, yeah, so everything kind of dies down. Yeah. And, uh... Politics are a lot more interesting than I was anticipating. I wonder what this is going to mean. Um... The two princes are gone? Yeah, after well, after a moment, uh, uh, a ball... Curiosity peaks. She goes, you should be getting back to the hall. Apparently this was not the only place being attacked. Oh, oh shoot. No. What do you mean by that? I just got a sending from the people there. People where? Back at the hall. Fire in her eyes. Kids is like, we're leaving! <laughs> I can fly everybody... No, okay. You can. I can fly there. <laughs> right, well, do they look like they have things handled here? Well, everything here is handled. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can come back later. Do you want me to mist you guys over there? Or just... Do you want to go, like, fast, fast? Okay. but... Okay, then I'll cast in everybody's... Uh... Okay, so you guys get there. If you do that, yeah. it takes you a few minutes to get there. Um, <sighs> by the time you do, there's a bunch of cultists scattered around the yard. Um, there's probably... There's a few dozen here... You notice among this chaos in this front yard, there is a golem that looks very familiar to all of you. Widget! No! Remember the golem that a, that a, a ball brought up here and put in her garden as little stones? That it was the one you guys fought. She brought all the parts to reconstruct it oh, up here. That's so funny. There are also a number of undead defending this place. Oh! No. Yeah, that How makes sense. That? Disturbing, but well done. Um, and they're all undead cultists that are defending this Aww. place. Good, good. Um, and you do find that Valora used her powers to raise some of them to defend this place and do her part. They didn't fare well here. And you'll find out that this wasn't the only place attacked. Kalis's palace was also attacked, but all of Rastin's defenses easily wiped them out, especially with Rastin reappearing there. The attack was coordinated throughout the city, and all of them failed. They didn't attack our bar again. Yeah, like no, the bar? No, your bar is fine. <laughs> okay. They learned their lesson, huh? <laughs> yeah. So you guys find out that, that this was a very coordinated effort, but that it ultimately fell very, very flat. The fact that they got this far, though, is terrifying. We saved most of the people from getting eaten. Uh, there were a number of vivisectors here that got smashed by the golem. There's a, there was a, there's a number of injuries among a ball's people, but they are 
much less severe, especially there. You Clear. find out that like with Wraith people, there was a little bit more damage done. They weren't quite. They weren't as equipped as the balls. But like the princes, they actually tried to attack all the princes' places, thinking, "Oh, they'll have all their guards and everything here. Be easy pickings. We'll do this ritual. It'll all work in our favor." They did not account for you guys and your abilities. Fenton needs better people. Let them have the inefficient ones, then they'll keep failing. Maybe I should check in with Kalis after everything's <laughs> said and done. Yeah. Yeah, you, you check in with him. Not right now. <laughs> now. Was the spot where we were the only place they tried to create a portal? Yes. You, you, that was something that a, was a is doing. I, I would probably go with Oleg and apologize for knocking him off of the... I go get Sylvia back. So, oh gosh, like, there's almost a little bit of merit to what they're saying about, like, they should have their own place because everywhere all of the other tribes do. But then at the same time, it's like, don't kill people, though. There's a whole river? Yeah. yeah they, they, could, they, they could go downriver. But this is where or all the river. people are. Or upriver. Yeah. I'm just, they have a point. They went about it the wrong way. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's like, they're, they're... We're going to summon vivisectors and kill innocent people and su- feed them to a portal. Bad actions for good reasons, yeah. Cool motive. Still murder. <laughs> yeah. Still murder. <laughs> you, you do find out that Vel Mistwalker is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Yeah, he better be hiding and then getting out of town. He's going to come back with a sweet scar in his eye. This took a good chunk of the day, and by the time you get back to the hall and sort out everything there, it's kind of getting on towards afternoon and kind of winding down a little bit. So we will pick up next time when all of you have gone to bed and Fitzy has some dreams to be had. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the session and have a few moments to spare, we would really appreciate it if you wanted to rate us and leave us a review over on iTunes or Podbean. For contact information, or more information on the campaign in general, head over to throughthebalcony.podbean.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.